Hello, and welcome to the We Are The Medicine podcast. This podcast is a place where we discuss a wide variety of topics, from psychedelics and other plant medicines to sovereignty and spirituality. This is a space where we have raw and vulnerable conversations and explore the mysteries of our universe with the intention of empowering listeners and guiding you to ask the questions that will help you come into a deeper resonance with your truest essence. I'm your host, Serena Rose. Now let's get into the episode. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of We Are The Medicine. In today's episode, I am joined by the lovely and beautiful Yvette Avalos. Yvette is a spiritual mentor, Reiki, and light language healer who also assists women in reconnecting with their feminine energy and helps people to find the light within them. Yvette and I had such a great conversation. We talked a lot about polarity, masculine and feminine energetics, specifically in relationships, and how we as women can reclaim our feminine energy and let go of the masculine shield that we've put up in order to protect ourselves. I really see a lot and I have experienced myself that so many women are burnt out and exhausted because they are trying to be everything for everyone. They are trying to play every role and many of us women don't actually trust the masculine. We don't trust men to take the lead and play their role as the masculine figure in a relationship or in a family. And I think that this podcast could really help you if these are some things that you're experiencing. Because when we as women are disconnected from our feminine energy, it will affect every area of our life. It can cause a lot of problems, especially in relationships when we as women are operating out of our masculine energy and completely disconnected from the softness and the sensuality of our feminine. I witnessed it growing up, I've experienced it myself, and I've seen it in many women. So if you are a woman who is looking to reclaim and reconnect to your feminine energy and to also become aware of a lot of those problems that can be created in relationships, you're definitely going to want to listen to this. We give you some practical tips on how to reconnect with your feminine, and we also illuminate and dive into some actual examples that I've experienced and that I've seen and that Yvette has experienced of the problems that can come up when we as women are disconnected from our feminine energy. So I really hope that you enjoy the episode today. It was so much fun to record. And before we get into the episode really quick, I just want to say if you are enjoying the podcast so far, and if you enjoy this episode, it would really mean a lot to me if you could go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a review and a rating because it really does help the medicine of this podcast to reach even more people and broaden the impact that this podcast has. So thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Yvette. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I really want to dive in with you on the topic of us as women reconnecting to our feminine energy, because I know it's something that you have been working on and healing and it's something I'm also really passionate about. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, I worked on for years because I realized as much as I liked to be feminine or dress up girly, like you say, I wasn't really in my feminine energy. It was, it goes deeper than looks. It goes deeper than what you see on the outside. When you want to be in your feminine, it's more than just showing up or looking like a feminine woman, like how people like to say, oh, you know how men are like, oh, I have a trophy wife here, but she could look very feminine, but she could be the one who's in her masculine and in charge of the relationship. And he's just doing everything that she says. And she's the one providing or making those first few steps and in reality the feminine sits back and she receives she lets the man provide she lets the man protect her she lets the man lead her and that's something that we all have trouble with especially if you're hyper independent (laughs) it's hard for you to let a man lead or let him sit in that role to leave you 
Yeah. And I think a lot of women, like we have come up in this age where there's this energy of like, we can't trust men. Like men have oppressed women for centuries and the patriarchy and all these things. And so men aren't trustworthy. So I need to like protect myself. Yeah. And that happens a lot because we're shown the toxic masculinity. We're not shown true, strong masculinity that is healthy, you know, that gives us a safe space, that gives us a, you know, safe containers, like what we've been looking for. Because we're so used to seeing, oh, the man is a macho, the man could sleep with this many women, the man does this and this, and the woman just has to comply. And that's not healthy masculinity. And it's portrayed to us since we're young, especially in movies and TV, even in music. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. And I think men these days don't have a lot of good examples of what like a healthy masculine figure looks like. And I noticed that there's it's there's this energy of like wanting to feminize men or wanting them to be it's so interesting because I feel like a lot of women feel like they need to be more like men. And I think a lot of it's unconscious, right? But we feel like I have to be strong. I have to take care of myself. I have to like be the one in charge. Nobody's going to control me. And like all of that is great. Like, yeah, like take charge of your life. Don't let anybody control you. But at a certain point, like we can take it too far. And then the woman ends up in the masculine role and the man ends up in the feminine role and then the polarity's off and it causes all sorts of problems in relationships especially i mean i saw it in my childhood a lot yeah and i i've seen that a lot in it's hard to say in like in my parents because in my life it was toxic masculinity my mom i guess you could say she was feminine sort of but like she was my dad was more the emotional one but he was also raised like very old school like in the you know Hispanic culture which is okay you know for the man to be the provider the protector but there's sometimes too much of that when the man is like oh I'm a macho man and then the woman feels like she has to defend herself when men start to act in this way the women think they have to defend themselves and then that's when you see like you know the feminist movement which is fine you know that we got some rights but sometimes when it's like when is it taken too far when are we too hyper independent when are we trying to be like men too much women i've seen feel like they have to defend themselves and then when they go into that defending themselves, when they go into that masculinity where they put up their masculine shield, like you said, the polarity is off. The man gets into his feminine role and it turns the woman off. And then the man feels like the woman is constantly nagging and like they just start fighting and not getting along. And I feel like that's what causes so many relationships nowadays to break up or cause divorces. Oh my God, yes. Like, I'm I'm so passionate about this and I'm so excited to, to dive into this. And I think it would be helpful for those listening if we can break down like what is feminine energy and what is masculine energy? Because for people who haven't really gone into this work, they might be like, okay, I kind of get it, but I think it would be helpful for us to explain. So from my perspective, the masculine is the energy of structure, of discipline. Those are some of the things that I associate with masculine energy. And then feminine energy is more like flowing, surrender, receiving. Like the masculine is more external. The masculine is the sun. The feminine is the moon. So the, she's more in, internal. And we all have both of these energies within us, no matter what your gender is, you have masculine and feminine energy. And most women 
have a core feminine energy and most men have a core masculine energy and of course you're going to have outliers you're going to have some women who like naturally are in their masculine and that's just how they are and there's some men who are more naturally in their feminine but i think the majority of us are like i said our core energies (laughs) so for me the masculine energy like you said is very structured the masculine energy the way that i see and i like to explain it is they're physical the masculine men are very physical action oriented like that's why they provide that's why they are the strength and that's why you say you know the man of the household because they hold the structure together they are strong they have that strength of keeping the family together the feminine she allows she receives she surrenders she is the one who is emotional she's the one who takes care of the family she's the one who is intuitive like if you want to think about it in a spiritual sense the feminine energy takes charge in the spiritual realm and spirituality with intuition the masculine he likes to take care of things in the physical so if you want to put it in a way for people to see the feminine since she takes care of the spiritual world if you want to manifest something she asks she sets the intention that's the feminine the masculine part of you and the masculine in the physical is what brings in that manifestation into physical by taking the actions of what you're trying to manifest i love that yeah i definitely agree and so i always i notice that like if you start to pay attention you will see these do this duality everywhere like i said the sun and the moon i really feel like the masculine is like the mind it's it's physical but it's like the mind it's logic it's structure it's organization the feminine is the heart and the feminine can just be wild and crazy and like flowing and there's there's many different expressions of each energy you know the feminine is the water the feminine is the ocean the flow sometimes it gets crazy sometimes your emotions are all over the place and you don't know and the and the masculine is the fire you know, that strength, that fortitude, that fire energy. And if you think about it, like both, you know, both energies are necessary because if you have a fire burning, it can get out of control. And that's when you go into like toxic masculinity, you know, it can get out of control if it doesn't have the water to come cool it off and soften the energy. There has to be a balance of both. I saw something recently actually where oh they a man asked a woman they're like do you need a man and she said i think men are cool and i think they're awesome but i don't need a man to live and the male responded and he's like that's not true he's like so you're telling me that if you want a house built if you want some furniture built or things that are put together by men, like the technology that they put in together. Yes, women are involved in that, but women are more, let's say the woman is more the cheerleader and the motivator for the man that is building that building that you see down the street. So you can't say that you don't need a man because regardless if you don't have a partner, you still need a man somehow in your life, your father or a father figure in your life, a family member that you look up to in your life that gives you that guidance. And sometimes I don't think people understand that. They're like, oh, I'm a female. I don't need to be around men. Or I don't need a man in my life. Or I don't need male friends. Or if you're a male, they're like, oh, she's just a woman. Why are you going to listen to her (laughs) type of thing? But it's in reality to let things flow and to have things come together in this world like they do you need healthy masculinity and healthy femininity because if not if one takes over they're going to try to overturn the other one and 
there's going to be a lot of unhappy people and a lot of stuff happening like what is happening now like how you said that men are being feminized what is that teaching our children our upcoming generations that's something I look at because I have two boys so it's like what are they teaching our children Mm -hmm. what world are they coming into yeah and man it's so funny because as you were talking I'm like oh no here come the feminists. They're, they're angry. I feel it. I feel like that it's funny because I notice like that part of me that's still not fully there is like, girl, what you mean? Like, I don't need no man. Like I, <laughs> but it's just so funny because I, I agree with what you said. And it's like, I get it because I feel like women have been told for centuries that all of our purposes in life is to stay at home, cook, clean, have babies, have sex with your man whenever he wants and that's it just do whatever the man wants and your needs don't matter and even still there's like i feel like there's a lot of energy from men of like not appreciating that role like i've seen it where you know where couples are in more of that traditional role whether the woman's a stay-at-home mom and the man goes out to work he's at work all day he's working his ass off she's working her ass off to take care of the kids and he comes home and he's like well, why are you tired? You just been at home all day. Like, I really do see that where there are a lot of men who don't respect the role that women play in their lives. And I think that it's just important for everybody to know, like, we need each other. Like, we need women. We need feminine women who are sensual and who are soft and who are nurturing and we need masculine men who are strong and who aren't afraid to fight if they have to and have that warrior energy and that 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 sacred masculine because I feel like we have seen so much of the toxic masculine which is like the control the domination the you know colonizing and all of those things like that is the toxic masculine and we have we've inherited this belief that that's what masculinity is so we're gonna push it away we don't want that and then that forces us as women to step into that masculine role to have to hustle to have to work super hard and then women get burnt out and i've experienced that in my own life of like trying to be the one just taking care of everything and like it it just I get so burnt out and I'm like no I want to go frolic in a flower field right now I do not want to be hustling my ass off and I've been there too I've so I've basically lived on my own since I was 16 and I created that masculine shield of, I don't need a man. I can do it on my own because every time I set my mind to something, I would do it. I'd overcome that hurdle and the trials and tribulations and I'd get, you know, what I was seeking for in life. And that's when I started to realize that I am very heavily divinely guided and protected I've gone through a lot of things but the thing is that I had that shield so strong that I would block out men so if I had a partner I would be like oh you're telling me what to do I've been doing this on my own for this long who are you talking to (laughs) or I would get overly sensitive you know because of my traumas which you have to heal a lot of traumas too to let your feminine you know your feminine come out because if there's a block there that trauma is going to block it and not until you dig deep and see where that trauma is coming from a lot of the times for someone who can't be in their feminine role is that their mother didn't show up how they should and another one is that they didn't have a good male example so they see men as scary as bad as oh they're gonna betray me why should I trust them and I used to sit in that energy a lot where I'd be like you can't tell me what to do who do you think you're talking to or I can do this on my own and like you said you get burnt out I used to go through waves of anxiety and 
depression. Once I came into my spiritual practice and, you know, my spiritual business and I started doing the energetic healing and pulling out traumas and energies that were stuck within me, my depression stopped. I even started losing weight. Don't get me wrong. I still go through, you know, the waves of anxiety and like whatever the collective is feeling, stuff like that. But I can't, honestly, I can't even think when was the last time that I was depressed because it's been that long since I started working on my feminine energy and on my core energy and what makes her happy and just letting her be in flow because I went in deep and looked into why do I view men this way? Why do I view myself this way? Why am I blocking myself this way? Because when you are blocking your feminine energy, she feels repressed and that's when it manifests as physical symptoms, either weight gain, hormonal imbalance, problems with your womb, um, depression. And I think I have, I've had hormonal imbalance. I've had problems with my womb and depression. And once I healed that, then again, my womb is working just fine. And I used to go to doctors and I couldn't find anything. And then now my depression, I've been, you know, I, I have my own practices, but I haven't luckily ever had to take medications for it. My hormones are becoming balanced and now I have a regular moon cycle when it used to be all over the place. And that's because my feminine energy was all over the place. What's up, fam? Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Epidemic Sound. If you're a fellow podcaster or content creator, you definitely need to hear about this. Epidemic Sound is the place that I go to to get all of my royalty-free music for my YouTube videos and my podcast. They have over 40,000 tracks and 90,000 sound effects on their website, and they're consistently adding more. They have music of all different genres to fit your personal style and your personal needs. Also, if you're scrolling through their songs and you find one and you're like, oh damn, I just love that bass line. I wish I could just get that. Well, guess what? Epidemic Sound allows you to split a track into stems, which will give you even more creative freedom and allow you to isolate certain parts of a song that you like best. If you start using Epidemic Sound, you will no longer have to worry about those annoying ass copyright claims on your videos. And you'll get amazing personalized track recommendations. And you'll also have the opportunity to join their incredible community program, which allows you to share your own personal link and have the opportunity to get a free subscription and if you get 12 people to sign up through your link not only will you get one month free for each person that signs up after that 12th person you'll have the opportunity to become an ambassador where you can continue promoting epidemic sound on your platform and get paid for it baby okay we trying to get this money out here so if you're looking for some new fresh amazing music for your personal content Look no further, Epidemic Sound is the place for you. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes and you'll get a free 30-day trial of Epidemic Sound. Worry-free, you can cancel at any time. And now let's get back into the episode. I really love to look at life in this holistic way. And I think it's important for people to recognize that the physical problems and issues that we have are directly correlated to the emotional traumas that we're holding in our body. And that's really definitely important because I've experienced that too. I'm still still working through hormonal imbalances and things like that. And I'm getting to a place where I'm able to recognize more like when I'm doing too much in my masculine and I'm trying to be like, I don't know, the savior for everybody. And I'm like, oh, I'm not taking care of myself. And so I just, I wanna paint a picture for everyone listening. And I wanna use the example of my parents because I feel like, I feel like it's a really good example. (laughs) And so my mom was a very masculine 
woman. She was a very like hard worker. She would bust her ass just trying to, you know, pay the bills and all of this stuff. She had a lot of traumas, physical abuse and sexual traumas and things like that and situations that made her unable to trust men. And a lot of that also is probably a father wound. And my dad, so my mom and dad, they split up when I was like 10. But before then, while they were together, my mom always had this attitude of like, you don't need no man. You know, like you can take care of yourself. I pay the bills, you know, she would, she worked on cars and everything. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was because of that wound of like, I don't want to have to depend on anyone for anything. I don't want to have to depend on a man. And looking back on it, I can see how it put my dad in this place of like, he doesn't, he, he doesn't really know what his purpose is. You know, like, I feel like when women try to step into that masculine role, it gives the man like no purpose in their life because the man's job is to be that protector, is to be the the provider in a lot of situations. Maybe that's not how it is for everybody, but it is a man's natural energy to want to provide. The men in the tribe, they would go out and they would hunt for their families and it, it gave them that sense of purpose. And it put my dad in this feminine energy and my mom was always nagging at him like why didn't you do the dishes but then when he would do the dishes she didn't like how he did them and I could see how like it just causes so many problems and I've seen those patterns come up in my relationship and it throws the polarity off and then you're not attracted to each other you don't want to have sex or anything like that and the woman oftentimes when she's in this hyper masculine hyper independent energy starts to mother the man and then he feels emasculated he feels like he's living with his mom and (laughs) no woman wants to feel like she's dating a child you know but i feel like we as women also have to take responsibility to see that we are playing a part in this and we're parenting our partner and we're like we're participating in it you know i've actually thought about that before too because I've said and I think I just said it recently I'm like you're not supposed to mother your partner you're not supposed to tell them what to do and then when you start doing that that's when the nagging comes in and like what you said when cycles from your past start to come in to your life and you start seeing that you're kind of repeating those patterns it starts to affect your home life and your relationship because I remember in the last you know in one of the the relationships I've had I've had two two ones that I could really say so one of them a lot of toxic masculinity where I had to just be quiet do what he says and just provide and feed my son The second one, it was a little better, but I realized that I was more in my masculine and he was more in his feminine. And it bothered me. Like, it was a turnoff. It is. It It is such a turnoff. It was such a turnoff. I'm like, can you stop whining? Can you stop? I was like, I'm supposed to be the emotional one. (laughs) I'm supposed to be the one who wants, you know the cuddle or the one who is asking for affection like that it's like why what ew why you act like that it's like you're supposed to protect me why am I the one standing up for you (laughs) you know and I remember it threw the polarity off like I was not attracted to him didn't want to have sex with him like how you said and it's like it's nothing against the person like it could be a very attractive person, but if the polarity is off, you're like, Mm-mm. feminine energy inside of you is like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it it definitely throws it off because if you're in the energy of the mother and you feel like your partner is in the energy of the child, like it's natural for you to not be attracted to that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's like, it's like I ain't raising no big child. Yeah. I have one of my own. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I've been working through this. My partner and I both have been working through this together for a while. And anytime like we get our polarities off, like when I notice I'm overworking myself or I'm trying to like, like what I notice that I do is I try to like fix things and I try to like figure it out for him. You know, like if he's um, trying to figure out what to do or make a decision about something, I'm like, oh, well, you should just do this. And like, I start bossing him around and I'm being controlling. And, and then, you know, with stuff around the house, I'm like, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you like, like my mom, like, why aren't you doing the dishes? And then it's not all the time, but I notice like when we get into this dynamic where the polarity's off, I start nagging him. I'm like hovering over him. I'm like, you know, you need to do this right. And then he he feels like I can't do anything right. He's like, he feels like he, I'm never enough for you because I'm just complaining and nagging. When in reality, what I'm really looking for is like, I just want to soften. Like, I just want to flow. I just want to be in that feminine energy. I don't want to have to have control over this. But I think that a lot of us get into that space date because we feel like we have to have control because we feel like the only way we're safe is if we're in control and it causes all of these issues in our relationships because we have to find that safety within ourselves and to know that like we can trust someone else we can trust the man to take the lead and giving him that trust and being like okay this is you you got this you hold this container the, the masculine really creates the container for the relationship. Yeah, and the, there has to be a lot of trust from the feminine to the masculine and the masculine also to the feminine. Something that I've realized and that I've looked at and have seen along my journey is, yeah, we're going to mess up it's not always going to be perfect it's a healing journey healing is not linear healing is up and down sideways all over the place the point is that you get back to yourself so I feel very called you know to say right now that you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be hard on yourself if you realize you're going back to those old cycles of getting pulled into that you know state where the polarity is off as long as you're aware and you come back, that's what matters. That's where the trust comes in for the masculine and the feminine. It's like if the feminine notice notices that the masculine is going into his toxic masculinity or into his like macho man or where he's wanting to be mothered, maybe because of a wound he has, that's when she steps in and says, hey, in a very soft way, she'll be like, hey, I noticed that you're doing this. Are you okay? And that kind of just gives them a signal. And each relationship and each partnership could have a signal for themselves. For example, I follow um, a certain couple and I went to their retreat. And she said that when she would talk to him and she saw him getting frustrated, she would simply go up to him. And put her hand on his chest and be like, hey, I believe in you. Or, you got this. And then he's like, oh. And it gets him back into, hey, I need to, you know, get back to where I was. And for her, he kind of does the same thing. He holds her and he's like, hey, how can I help you? Like, just a simple little move like that with your partner helps you realize like hey oh I'm getting back into this cycle or I'm putting my masculine shield back up again and you guys trust each other in knowing that your partner sees what you're not seeing and that's when you let go of control and let them take the lead when they need it and that's where the percentage in relationships comes in a lot of people say 50-50. I used to think 50-50, to be honest. It's not always like that. If your partner's going through a healing phase, what maybe at that time it's going to be 80-20. But the thing is that you guys balance each other out and you know and trust them enough to let you know, like, hey, I got you. Hey, 
how can I help you? Hey, what's going on? This is happening. Let me help you get back to where you were. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think it's, it's so important. And I'm so grateful to have a partner who is willing to do the work with me. You know, I think that no relationship is perfect. No friendship is perfect. But if both parties are willing to look at themselves and heal their trauma and be aware of these patterns, like, I think that you can conquer anything. You know, it's, it's important for, for both parties to, to have that energy and to just know that we're going to do whatever it takes to make this the best relationship we can and like you said yeah like we all go through phases in our life there's some times where like even as the woman maybe your man's going through it and you're like i'm gonna plan a date night but yeah there's a way to it's like there's a way to to do this and to support him that's like feminine because i've even noticed in myself like i said trying to figure shit out for him or like just being in that energy of like, oh, well, you just got to do this. And then I get frustrated because he's not doing what I say that he should do. And then it's like, well, I'm disempowering him because I'm not allowing him to just figure it out on his own, <laughs> you yeah, know? And, and I feel that a lot. Uh, I've seen it actually in, you know, in my, in my life and my experience is you try to figure it out for them. And they're like, at first, they're okay with it. But then you give it a little more time. And they realize that you're in your masculine energy. And they're just like, I don't like that. And then you'll see them start to kind of push back and like go back into their shell and be like, mm, I'm gonna stay away from you for a little bit. And then we think that they're pushing us away. Or that they don't care what we have to say, but that's not the truth. It's the way that you go about it because the feminine goes about things in a certain way and so does the masculine. And it's okay to learn that with your partner. And it's okay that if you guys maybe mess up sometimes, but the point is that you get back to where you were, that you are aware of like, all right, that didn't work. Let's try to work on something that does work for us. So we don't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that the awareness is so powerful. You know, no man wants to be controlled. No women want no woman wants to be controlled either. But they're like, when the woman is trying to control the man, in the situation in the relationship he feels emasculated he feels like you you know it's like you don't trust him you don't believe in him to just you know figure it out for himself and i feel like it's also important to say for the women out there that you know to be in your feminine energy doesn't mean to just let a man walk all over you it doesn't mean to let him have full and complete control over your life to where you have no say i think that a lot of women have been in situations like that, you know, where they were with someone who was in their toxic masculinity, or they see this toxic masculinity out in the world. And they think like, I don't want no man telling me what to do, you know, and I think that it, it does take a lot of work and effort to heal that wound. So I want to go into what are some tips that we can give women on how to reconnect with their feminine energy. So the way that I started, some tips that I've also helped other women is be comfortable in your body, being comfortable with your sexuality, being comfortable with the way you look, being comfortable and embodying what your body can do, how we can birth babies, how we are multi-orgasmic, how we, our skin is different than men, how we laugh. Another one is sensual body movement. Even if you're by yourself, wear something that you find sexy and just wear it. Just take pictures. Just even if the pictures are just for you, but it's like, oh, I look really feminine. I look good in that and I like it. And it's really learning and embodying your sensuality and your sexuality because our womb space and our sexuality is actually 
very powerful. That does not mean go give it to everybody because you're attracting a lot of masculine men or a lot of masculine people. No, that just means that you're embracing that. So another way you can do that is dance, be playful, be flirty. The way that I like to look at it is be flirty with life. That doesn't mean go flirt with everybody. That just means like, oh, look at that butterfly. Oh, that's so beautiful. Or I walk out into nature a lot and I see butterflies or I see the sun or I see a lot of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, this is so beautiful. This artwork. I just want to dance and I want to lay in the leaves here and I want to sit under this tree and just flowing. Like how Serena said. You are the water. How would you flow like water? How would you walk into a room and just be an uplifting, playful, calm, graceful flow of energy when you walk into a room? And that's kind of the best way I can put it in a visual. Besides, you know, learning how to dance and moving your womb and really embodying your sexuality and your sensuality and knowing who you are and loving every part of you because one thing that I've learned is I've been through a lot in my past and I am grateful for this body that it got me through it because we sometimes don't give our body credit for everything that has gotten us through we just think like oh I made it through that struggle but do we give our body credit for that And one thing about femininity is learning to flow in your body and walking into a room and people can feel your femininity and your flow. Mm, I love all of that, that you said flirt with life or be flirty (laughs) with life. That was, I like that. Yes. Yeah, it really, it really is the natural inclination of the feminine to notice the beauty of the world to walk outside like you said and look at the butterflies and look at the trees and be like oh my god this flower it's so beautiful it smells so good like getting in touch like you said with your body and with your senses like i love to like light some incense and light a candle and like take a bath i feel like connecting with the water also because the water is such a feminine element is powerful so even just taking a bath or going to the ocean or the river and like swimming i think is great and just yeah connecting with your senses like is really really powerful and it is the essence of the feminine to want to make things beautiful to create beauty you know like my feminine she loves decorating my house buying some fresh flowers or playing my guitar or like you said, dancing. Dancing is so powerful. Like just putting on some sensual music and like seeing how your body wants to move. Doing yoga is amazing. There's so many different tools that you can utilize to tap back into your feminine energy. My feminine loves to cook and like bake bread and desserts (laughs) and all sorts of things. Like it, it makes me so excited and brings me so much joy. And I think one more thing like that I forgot to say is your intuition. Working on your intuition. That is, I feel, something that is very important for the feminine. Because if you don't work on your intuition, you're going to get, your intuition is going to be giving you these signals. And you're going to be like, oh, maybe that's just a thought. And then you go with what your intuition was telling you not to, and then you're in trouble again. Or you don't, even even if it's, it's simply going out to a place and your intuition is telling you not to, because maybe it's not something you really like and you're just doing it to people, please. You're going to go and you're not, you're not going to have a good experience. You're not going to be happy. Now, if you follow your intuition, you're like, I want to cook tonight or I want to make this bread or I just simply want to be 
a mom and be with my kids or I want to draw my art today. That is part of learning your intuition and how to let your intuition flow and trust yourself because you have to trust your feminine energy too. You can't just trust the masculine energy. You have to trust your feminine energy. And intuition is very big on what will lead you to opening up what is for you because when you trust your intuition your feminine energy will lead you to what truly fulfills and feeds your heart and your soul and gets you to the feminine energy that you're seeking for that is your own energy Mm -hmm. and I feel like connecting with your intuition is very much related to connecting with your body you know like you get that gut feeling i feel like they call it that for a reason yes just your body tells you literally <laughs> and it, a lot of times we're really just so disconnected and dissociated from our bodies and that's why we're disconnected from our intuition so this is an interesting story that i'm thinking of that happened to me a couple of years ago i it was like late at night, like maybe 10 p.m. And I w- was talking on the phone and I went for a walk and I lived in like a good area. Like it, I never had any weird feelings or anything like that, but I'm walking and I'm talking on the phone and I just all of a sudden had this like fear activate within me where I was like, I need to go home right now. So I turned around and I started walking home. I was like around the corner from my house, like maybe five, 10 minute walk. Um, and I get like right to the, the parking lot of my apartment complex. And there was this truck that basically like, it kind of followed me and it stopped. It like drove a little bit past me and stopped. And just, I was like, what the fuck? And then, so I just hurried up and I like went in between the buildings of my apartment complex and that same truck, like I saw it come into the apartment complex and start driving around looking for me. I mean, I'm assuming they were looking for me because they left afterwards. Yeah. But I feel like that is like a good indication of intuition because it's like something in me was just like, I don't know why, but I need to go home right now. And if I had ignored that, who knows what could have happened? Who knows? You would have been in a truck. <laughs> yeah, man, I would have been fighting my way out the truck. But yeah, I, I really appreciate you for coming on and having this conversation. I feel like it's so important. And I, I feel like there's a lot of important things that the feminist movement brought. Like, yes, women deserve equal rights and all of these things. But sometimes I'm just like, y'all couldn't have fought for us to like not have to go to work on our periods or school yeah. <laughs> like that I'm just like that is not equality yeah <laughs> you know just I think it's, we really do have to acknowledge that women and men like our bodies are different they function differently and that's okay it's just how we're built yes yes and like you said it's just like when is it taken too far because I mean if you look at today it's kind of like was that necessary I I see like the early feminists and like the feminist movement I like you said I agree with that but you look at some now and you're like was that necessary (laughs) it's like you're making us look bad (laughs) it's and it's interesting I feel like I notice with a lot of like movements like this how I don't know I, I it's just something that's coming up for me right now it's interesting how it's like women were fighting for their rights which is beautiful and important and necessary and it's interesting it feels like it's gotten to a point now where women are just like we need to persecute men because they're the ones who hurt us and a lot of and i feel like it's this it's like this unhealed trauma you know all women we carry this collective trauma of the feminine for being persecuted for being burned as witches for having to be stuck in the house and cook and clean and take care of the kids when you hate your husband and you and you don't want to do this shit for all the women who have been like abused and raped and like just women have been through a lot you know over the centuries and we carry that and we have to have compassion for ourselves and each other 
throughout this journey and also realizing that it's like we can't persecute all men because men are a lot of men are really trying and a lot of men want to understand and they and we can heal this together you know i don't think that the answer is just to like persecute the group of people who hurt us like because we're still hurting we just got to heal that we got to work through those traumas the father wound the mother wound all of that and it's deep and it is a journey yeah. it takes time <laughs> That's, you're definitely right there. Well, thank you so much, Yvette. Can you let everyone know where they can find you, what you're doing out here to be of service in the world? So you can find me on Instagram or, or TikTok or um, on Facebook, mainly Instagram and TikTok. I'm under Infinite Goddess 127 and I do life coaching. I do spiritual mentoring, life coaching. I do tarot readings, I do light language healing, I do Reiki, and my page is mainly about helping you, giving you inspiration, showing you that the light is within you, and for women, helping them embody that feminine energy, and setting those boundaries, and not people-pleasing, and standing your ground as a feminine that you are. Because yes, even though the feminine energy is, she's soft, she's also very powerful and strong. And she's relentless as well. I help you find the light that you've been searching for, that in the end is actually the light that is within you. And then I help pull out those energies and do a tarot reading or see what comes up to kind of give you a little more guidance on that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I, I will link all of Yvette's information in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for coming on Yvette. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. And this is just a prayer for all of the women out there to reconnect with their true natural feminine essence and for all the men to reconnect with their masculine essence, because I really think that it's a big part of the healing that this world needs. Yes, and thank you for having me. This was fun. Yes, thank you. Thank you to everyone for listening. We really hope you enjoyed. If this resonates, go leave a comment on YouTube. Send us a message on Instagram, TikTok. Let us know what you think. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment letting me know how you liked this episode. And if you have topic suggestions for future episodes, feel free to leave them in the comments there. If you're listening on a podcasting platform, it would really help me out if you could leave me a nice review letting me know how you like the podcast so far. Thank you so much and stay blessed.